doing that. Over those eight years, there were three million people that were deported and separated from their families. Yeah. We had this classification of families. Well, you should vote for Trump. Families you should vote for Trump. And be, no, 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 I'm not. I'm not going to do that. Yeah, of, of course he's not going to do that. Well, maybe he should, Emma. Let's talk about y'all. Middle America. America. Let's listen to the uh, Let's not. Let's listen to uh, me and DL Beluga. Who is me? I'm Vin. That's DL, DL Beluga. And we're Middle America, and we're going to be talking about uh, uh, our policy de immigration, or uh, as it's normally known as our immigration policy. Now, I hold to what's called biblical borders. I've made up the term myself, which is essentially everybody comes in. And you're a citizen, and you're a citizen. Yeah, that, that's that's me. I hold to what I call biblical borders, which is open borders. You're not an open borders guy. No. What are you? Uh, well, uh, so if you look, uh, so I have a priority list for the nation, uh, personally, and I mean, it can be public. It should be public. But the way I look at uh, policies, it, it should be uh, viewed through the lens of a priority list. And obviously, this list assumes that uh, the controversial phrase, America first, is obviously applied there. So, with that in mind, my priority list, I have basically two of them so far that are really important, is I want to make this the safest nation in the world, or I want this to be the safest nation in the world, and I want this to be the richest nation in the world, and that, yes, that applies to everyone, not just wealthy people. So, with that in mind, with the America First mentality in mind, which is what every ruler of his nation should have in mind, is his country. With that in mind, if you look at uh, Latin America and Mexico, you will know that there's, there are, these are extremely dangerous places, and these are places that you wouldn't want your daughter or your kids around. So you wouldn't want them coming into your country, being exposed to the perfectly good citizens of America. Now, of course, not all of them are perfectly good citizens, but it is the uh, president's job to make sure his country is good. So we should be vetting people before they come in here. And also it helps to learn the language. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Beluga's uh, position has pretty been pretty much America's position um, since since I can remember. Uh, it was certainly uh, Mr. Clinton's position. It was obviously Bush's position. It was certainly Obama's position, uh, which is why in the intro to this video, we saw the Mexican advocate, activist, who was talking to Mr. Biden and saying, what are you going to do differently than uh, your predecessor and your former boss? Because... You guys deported like three million of us, destroyed families, yada yada yada. And what was Biden's res <laughs> what was Biden's response to this Mexican fella? It's actually good advice. What was the advice? To vote for Trump. Vote for Trump. Go vote for Trump. This guy had so much disdain and disrespect for this this Mexican fella. I think he looked insulted that this guy would even call him the task at my own town hall meeting. So I think he feels entitled to minority votes because he's a Democrat. Of course. And, yeah, of course. You know, he, he still has that mentality that a lot of the old racist white people had, that people of color just belong to them. <laughs> that's why he got on the that's why he got on uh Charlemagne the God show and said, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. This man has zero respect for hey, minorities. Girls. Minorities in any way, shape, or form. He has no respect for minorities whatsoever. <laughs> but then all of my friends, all my left 
liberal friends were saying, Vin, if you don't advocate for voting for Biden, you hate immigrants, blah, blah, blah. He's a fascist, blah, blah, blah. Okay, all right. Well, here's Kamala. I don't know how to pronounce her name properly. Here's Kamala Harris, okay? And this is Kamala Harris um, talking about Trump's immigration policy while she was uh, running for president. By the way, if you want to be part of the conversation, I may have said it already, facebook.com backslash America Middle. Completely free. Join the conversation. We're actually going to be uh, hosting a debate about anarchism and uh, if it could ever blend with American society. So we got really cool stuff coming along the way. Here's Kamala Harris, though. Let's listen to the president on immigration. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to skip this yeah, part. Sure but it, 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 no, it's not. I mean, it, like I said, it's Trump's basic policy where he basically says, um, uh, we're full. We're packed to the gills, the Trump first, says. This is the first time I've ever heard that. Yeah, he said, you want to hear him say it? Okay, here it is. No, I don't want to hear him say it. It's part two. I want to see, I want to see the entire thing. Is full. We don't want people coming up here. Our country is full. We want Mexico to stop. We want all of them to stop. Our country is packed to the gills. We don't want them. Okay, our, <laughs> that should be a Trump. Our country is packed to the gills. Now, here is... Ms. Harris's response to uh, this very xenophobic um, response by Mr. Trump. Here, here is Kamala. Can't afford a $400 unexpected expense. And on the issue of immigration, he has also defied who we are morally mm. and who we say we are to the world. Mm -hmm. We have always presented ourselves as being a nation of strength with strong arms that when people are fleeing harm, we will embrace them. But look at what has happened with this administration. Mm -hmm. There are children who are fleeing murder capitals of the world. Mm -hmm. Let's be clear about this. Imagine a mother who makes a decision to pay a coyote to transport her child across the entire country of Mexico, mm -hmm. facing unknown peril. <laughs> She does that because she believes for that child to stay where they are is worse. But what does this president do? He virtually looks at those children and says, go back to where you came from. What do we have in this president? A policy that was about taking children, separating them from their parents and calling. Okay, so people who are fleeing murder capitals in Latin America should be able to come here and seek asylum. And if you push them back, you're going against a very moral framework of what it means to be an American. Isn't that what she said? That is what she said. And that Trump is a horrible person because he keeps telling these people to stay home. Go back where you came from, she said. You know, she put a little accent in there. She did? Yeah. Go back where you came from. But uh, I think anybody with a heart and a brain can see the reasonableness in what Ms. Harris was saying. It is reasonable that a person who is a mother who has a child in a very dangerous area would want to escape from that area, especially if that area has been destabilized by U.S. intervention.
See Venezuela in 2020. But we continue. Here we go. Uh, so so Miss Harris is worried about people who are in violent contexts and murder capitals of the world not being able to uh, to to find asylum. Now Guatemala is one of these murder capitals of the world. Here is what here is the facts on Guatemala, dear listener. Murders are a serious problem in Guatemala. The country has had one of the highest murder rates in the world. But less than 4% of the murders end in conviction. That's right. 96% of the killings in uh, Guatemala are not um, brought to justice. Do you know why that is? Because there is rampant corruption in the government and the police force. That's why. We continue. Amnesty International stated in 2007 that there is a culture of impunity with regard to homicide. You don't say. In 2013, there were over 6,000 violent deaths. Most of these are related to local criminal gangs. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, there are roving gangs that terrorize the living hell out of the citizens of Guatemala. We continue. According to the U.S. State Department, Guatemala's high murder rate is caused by four principal factors. An increase in drug trafficking, a growing prevalence of gang-related violence, which can be attributed to the drug trafficking, a heavily armed civilian population, and a weak and incompetent political judicial system. Well, the, the political system is not incompetent. It's corrupt. In September 2019, the government announced that a state of siege in the five northeastern provinces after three police officers were killed by drug traffickers. Sexual violence. Sexual crimes, including sex exploitation of minors, are common in Guatemala. Common. Foreigners from the U.S., Canada, and Europe also participate in commercial sexual exploitation of children in Guatemala. That's right. You have these american tourists they go to thailand they go to new zealand who completely lifted all restrictions on on uh, the sex trade congratulations new zealand ever since you guys did that you have been at the top of the human trafficking report published by the state department every single year since you've done that congratulations to new zealand but we're not talking about new zealand right now we're talking about guatemala guatemala is one of the highest murder capitals in the world it's got a corrupt justice system so uh you're scared to death for your life every single day which which is why the citizens are now packing and then on top of that you've got little girls and little boys being kidnapped and then sex trafficked so that they can be purchased by north american sick evil people so that is the context uh mr beluga in which a lot of these um uh, folks are fleeing to the country. This is why they're fleeing to the country. And I have to say, uh, as Carlos uh, Melendez points out, this is not climate change. <laughs> climate change isn't the problem. You, know, you got some very far left people saying that climate change is the real reason, blah, 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 blah. The immigration? Yeah, because of lack of resources. As a matter of fact, Kamala was the one that was saying the next revolution the first wars were fought over oil. The next ones will be fought over water. Because she's saying 
because people's natural resources are depleting, they're going to other places, blah, blah, blah. Uh, no, the Guatemalans are fleeing because their country is in an absolute uh, tailspin because uh, of what we just read earlier. Now, recently, did you know this? Miss, Miss, Miss Kamala Harris, our, our vice president, who all of us, because we're people of color, everybody in this house was supposed to be very happy and overjoyed at the fact. That's true. Everyone's not black as a woman. Yeah, correct. Everybody was overjoyed at the fact in this household that you had an African-American. Untrue. She's not African-American. She's Chinese. You, that we had a person of color in such a powerful position and then all the girls in the house are supposed to be happy because there is a woman in such a powerful position. And this is a this is a person who we just we just got done hearing Kamala talk about these people wouldn't make this trek if they weren't in serious duress. Would you agree with that? They wouldn't make the trek unless they were in serious duress with their kids and such. I know what this supposed trek looks like. Well, I mean, they're going from Guatemala to Mexico on foot, then from Mexico to America. Oh, on foot. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. With these coyotes. Is, is yeah. Traffic. It's extremely dangerous. Okay. Well, let's see what Miss Harris has to say. So here, here's Kamala. <laughs> here's Kamala. And I believe if you come to our border, you will be turned back. Whoa, what is this? This is like two days ago, little bro. Here, here it is. Here's Kamala. And I believe if you come to our border, you will be turned back. U.S. Vice President Kamala Harris in Guatemala on Monday said she had robust talks with Guatemalan President Alejandro Yamate on the need to fight corruption and deter undocumented immigration to the United States from the Central American no, nation, sense. where she had one resounding message for those considering making the dangerous journey. Do not come. Do not come. The vice president in her first whoa, foreign trip. Whoa, said whoa, whoa, whoa. Do not come? You'll be sent back? That can't be right, DL. This is in the Biden administration. What, that can't, that was two days ago, my brother. No, nah, that can't be right. Because earlier she was telling us that Trump was a, was a sociopath or some horrible person because he was saying, go back where you came from. Isn't that what she said when she was running for office? Let's look at this again. This can't be right. We must have misheard her. Let's tell, look, let's watch this again. And I believe if you come to our border, you will be turned back. They will? U.S. Vice President Kamala Harris in Guatemala on Monday said she had robust talks with Guatemalan President Alejandro Yamate on the need to fight corruption and deter undocumented immigration to the United about? States from the Central American nation, where she had one resounding message for those considering making the dangerous journey. Here it is. Do not come. Do not come. The Vice President. Do not come. Don't come over here. Now, my brother, is what is the material difference between telling somebody, go back to where you came from, and telling someone, don't come over here. You will be sent back. What's the difference? Nothing. <laughs> there is none. There is no difference. America performed a coup in Guatemala in 1954. Their corrupt justice system was put in place by us. Now, Ben Webb is a, uh, uh, a knowledgeable individual. Um, do your own research on that. But I would not be surprised if Mr. Webb was telling the truth. 
And this dovetails actually very nicely with AOC's uh, comment on this particular situation. Here's AOC's comment in response to Miss Harris. Oh, yeah, June 7th. First, this is disappointing to see. Ah, <laughs> AOC's disappointed. You know, uh, disappointment can only be activated when you have an expectation for something else, right? Yeah. Like if I expect a cheese pizza with pepperoni and instead you show up with a nasty hamburger swimming in mayonnaise, that is disappointing to me, right? Yeah. Because I expected the pizza. AOC, <laughs> my sister, are you saying that you really thought that Joe Biden, who was the vice president of the deporter in chief, Joe Biden, who told an activist uh, when he complained about those deportations, when he told that brother, go vote for Trump, all of that put together. And then when you combine Kamala Harris's um, love of the prison industrial complex and how she built her entire career on the backs of black and uh, brown men and women uh, by stowing them away like animals in the criminal justice system in order to further her political aspirations. Are you saying, AOC, that you're surprised that you had an expectation that the Guatemalans were going to be told anything different? Girl, she's so naive. <laughs> oh, poor AOC. First, seeking asylum at any U.S. border is 100% a legal method of arrival. Yep, that's true. Second, the U.S. spent decades contributing to regime change and destabilization in Latin America. We can't help set someone's house on fire and then blame them for fleeing. Sounds pretty rational to me. Uh, and if what Ben said about 1954 is correct, um, then um, AOC's comment makes even more sense, which is why we have an open source sort of live stream collaborative reporting on middle America because we realize we don't know anything or everything. So there's Kamala Harris. Go home, Guatemalans. But when Trump does it, it's a it's it's horror. It's the worst thing in the world. Yeah, yeah. What, what what's your thoughts on the AOC situation? I mean, why is she still in politics? She, she, I, honestly, she should go back to bartending because that's probably the thing that you can say this here we go here oh, i mean i'm serious no here we go so in this in, in 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 one second we've got tasco who's going after me for for being a, no look we've uh, been tired it's sarcastic we've been tired well that's what i'm saying he's oh. going after me and i know why he's going after me because in another video i keep saying you cannot blame aoc for not being a progressive warrior She's a young, very, very young person in her 30s, and Bernie Sanders already bent the knee, blah, blah, blah. So AOC gets it from the right, which would be Beluga, basically saying she needs to go back to bartending, or the left, which is Tasco, who, and Jimmy Dore and the rest of them who have. So poor AOC. Um, I'm not, I've never been a fan of AOC. I don't like her politics or whatever, whatever, but I end up in this strange, strange predicament of having to defend Shorty. But this is this is not where we are now. Why why are you saying that she needs to go back to her? Uh... Well, you just said she's getting it from the left and from the right. Obviously, we give her pitching up the left and the right. You're doing something wrong. No, if I, it, see, I think you're completely wrong. I think the opposite is true. I think if you're you're pissing off the left and the right, you're doing something right. 
That's what I think. Well, she's also I, something right. I get very, very, very nervous when I see the left wing and the right wing agreeing on something. So, for example, really? example at la- at Trump's last town hall or State of the Union. Remember when they had stood up that the guy who was trying to take over Venezuela, and then Pelosi and everybody stood up clapping for the guy who was trying to take over. You know, initiate a coup in Venezuela. Yeah, which is again another Latin American country that we're putting our fingers all all through for some reason. Look, man, I think it's horrible what's happening in Venezuela. I think it's horrible what's happening in the the triangle. I think it's horrible what's happening in Guatemala, as far as Latin America go. Um, but at the end of the day, at the end of the day. Um, if you voted for Joe Biden, I believe that you really cared about those people in that in that Latin American triangle and the and the, the hardship that they're going through. If you voted for Biden, I, I I believe that you genuinely care for those people. But I've said this over and over again about Biden. He has never ever pretended to be anything other than the racist that he is. Never. He has never pretended to be anything other than that. And Ms. Harris, I, I told people, because I shot a Kamala Harris video when, when uh, uh, Biden announced that that was going to be his running mate. And I told people, uh, uh, Kamala Harris is, you know, they had they had Stacey Abramson, you know, a girl from Georgia. Say what you want, but she, she exposed the voter suppression stuff down there in Atlanta. She, she, and she really, I don't want to say single-handedly, but she's massively responsible for flipping that state blue was she given the ring nope who did they give the ring to they gave the ring to kamala harris who has spent the majority of her professional life using the legal apparatus to destroy black people and further the cause of white supremacy in the western side of america and she was rewarded by getting the ring that's why he took her and not Abramson. Because Abramson was actually going to do something for people of color and had actually done something for people of color. Kamala was just a person of color, but she was completely sold out like a good house Negro to uh, Mr. Biden. That's a fact. So now um, the, the, the hypocrisy is in clear and full relief. And the biggest thing that pisses me off about um, this whole situation. She's in Guatemala. She has yet to go to the border where there is currently a crisis and currently still children in cages right now in the the southern border over there in our country. Why she need to go to the border? Correct. A lot of people ask why. Why? Oh, you because Mr. Biden put her. He said, "You know what? This is Kamala's Kamala's show." So I don't understand what she's supposed to do so she, at the border. Well, well, people are saying, "Hey, you had all these opinions on Twitter when it was Trump." Yeah. And and on top of that, all these Republicans now all of a sudden cared about these people at the border. So now Ted Cruz and all these other chuckleheads are going oh, to the yeah, border crybabying about all the situation. So people are saying, "Kamala, it looks like you're disinterested." in what's going on down there and you're letting the Republicans dominate the narrative because they keep going over there. So go down there and act like you care about these people. You remember when AOC did oh, the little photo op thing when she was crying, she put her hands on her knees and all this stuff. She was doing all the crocodile tales. This is a big thing that pisses me off 
about this entire situation is that these, I'm not going to say leftists because they're not. These people in the Democratic, the Republicans in the Democratic Party, let's say it that way, pretended for four years that they cared about these people at the border. When I was saying over and over again, these people do not care about these people at all. They're using their suffering to their political advantage, and that's really disgusting to do. Really nasty stuff. When you clearly don't care about a group of people, but you're going to use their suffering as a political fool. It's the same thing with, with what the Republicans are doing now at the southern border. It's completely, I do not understand as a Christian how God allows these people to not get swallowed up by the earth when they have these ridiculous press conferences at the border pretending that they care. When Ted Cruz... A year ago, said nothing about the sexual assaults that were happening to these kids at the border. Nothing about them being misses, yada, yada, missing, yada, yada, yada. But now, Cruz all of a sudden cares about these Mexican uh, kids over there at the border. And it's the exact same thing. Kamala Harris and the rest of those evil, evil, disingenuous people sat there for four years and went after Trump and were crying and taking fake photos and all this other nonsense. When in reality, you didn't care about those people. You went on TV and told all those people that Trump was a bad person for saying, go back home. You try to make it sound like it was a simplistic issue, Ms. Harris. And you try to blackball Mr. Trump for doing exactly what you're now doing. Only worse. That's unforgivable. Unforgivable to use the suffering of those people to get yourself into office. And now that you're in office, you have the exact same message. Really sick stuff. And if you still don't see it because you're too prideful to admit that you got duped by establishment media, (laughs) they duped you into really believing this nonsense that Trump was some sort of crossbreed between the Antichrist, Hitler, Stalin, and Mussolini. You believe that nonsense. So you ignored the 40 plus years of Mr. Biden's record and the 20 plus years of Ms. Harris's record. You ignored that because you went with the nonsense. And now here you go. Our tax dollars are continuing to go to oppress people all over the world, to kill innocent people all over the world. No Medicare for all. uh, uh, No $15 minimum wage. No $2,000 stimmy. Let's channel more money to build a wall. And the uh, Harriet Tubman $20 bill. Where, where's the Harriet Tubman $20 bill? Oh, well. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Always remember the modern Democratic Party is further right than Thatcher. The Republicans are somehow further right than that. If you think there's a single humanitarian in U.S. politics, you're wrong. Well, I think Ben is, is speaking in hyperbole. I think that Bernie Sanders... Thatcher? Yeah, yeah. I think Bernie Sanders is a, um, is a humanitarian. I just think that he's weak and he's feckless and he doesn't have any fight um, in him. That's what I believe about Bernie. I also believe that AOC um, desperately is a humanitarian and desperately what? wants to do something. You just said about her crocodile tears. 
Yes, but that was for a reason. I believe that she genuinely wants change at the border. I just don't think really? she I don't think she knows how to solve the problem in a in a more humane way. Neither do I. The problem is that these people keep pushing it out like everyone who has a border crisis under their administration is a bad person. Yeah. It's just a difficult situation and I, I think one of the biggest problems is logistics. So when she spends all this time missing trouble at the border instead of being like, Oh well, you know, it must be hard for me to, to get those people in then she's forced to do that instead of saying, well, it was a hard thing to do was try to get bipartisan support on this. Well, yeah, yeah. And that's what, that, that's so good. And that's why I made the point to say that while I hold to biblical borders or open borders, I don't know how the first thing about practically executing. That's why I said at the beginning, why? Because this border issue is extremely complex. And you're right, Beluga. They took an extremely complex situation that they know is extremely complex. Well, I'm like, I don't know if you and I'm, I'm talking about the machine. They knew it was extremely complex, and yet they tried to communicate to the American people as if this was just some simple solution. And the only thing holding Trump back was his xenophobia and his race. What we need is less performative acts by people on the left and the right. And to stop acting like these people are pawn chess pieces on your on your giant game and actually get together and come up with real world 21st and 22nd century solutions to this issue of immigration. It's a very complex issue. But instead of admitting that, you spent four years, Democrat media, demonizing this man. Was he kind of a bull in the china shop? Sure. But at the end of the day, nothing the man was saying about the border was insane. The only reason I disagreed with it is because I have an insane border policy on the other side. Yeah. Period. But DL is completely right. He's completely right. They took an extremely complex, difficult issue. They tried to simplify it so that they could demonize Trump. And now that they're in this situation, they're saying the same thing that Trump is saying, only worse. Because at least Trump never pretended to yeah. care about those people. He never once did. You know, we were doing that uh, debate review with, with Trump, and he said, look, if they're an engineer, a doctor, a lawyer, a computer programmer, bring them in. But if they're criminals and all that, go over there. Okay. Oh, okay. Like, I get it. At least I know where you are. But don't do this nonsense about the whole, you're going to cry at the parking lot, you're going to do all this other stuff, and now when it's time to show out, you're going to tell those people to go home. Like you've never said the other stuff before. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Well, what can you do? Love your neighbor. Take care of each other. Middle America. Show up for midterms. Show up for the midterms, guys. Middle America, we are the media. Till next time, guys. Oh,